Well, good day, everybody. My name is Michael Rourke, and I happen to be the garden guy. This is, you know, your Midwest Garden Podcast. And I'll say the producer extraordinaire, Scott Sandstrom, is with me. Um, but this is, you know, normally we're getting so excited about doing season three. And in about another month, we're going to have a whole different slew of things lined up. But there's something that came about that Scott threw in front of me. Oh, I want to say less than a month ago. This is about three weeks ago. That a local celebrity... Uh, uh, has gone, you know, west on us. Well, you know, I'm going to introduce her. We're going to do, remember when we did the podcast, Beautiful Blooms? Yes, about a year ago at this Uh, time. Yeah, Almost exactly. Jenna Lenningham, guess where she went? I know where she went. That was my idea to do the show. Come on, man, you're blowing this. (laughs) Well, all right, she went to Pasadena. Guess what she went there for? I I, want to set this up. Yeah, I know. Well, should I let her introduce her? And then- no, because I have a housekeeping thing to do before we get to Jen real quick. Okay, do. We want to bring a third host in and have them talk about differences between, you know, Northwest Ohio, Southeast Michigan, and, say, Iowa or Minnesota. So anybody listening, any garden centers listening, if you have a PR person or just somebody that likes to chat like Mike does and would like to do a phone-in conference with us. We'll record you and make you part of the podcast. Well, even before that, I mean, you don't want to just throw them into something that they don't, the fry that they don't know what they're going into. No, we'll throw them in. you throw them in. If they wow. heard our show before, it's well, just a well, that's casual conversation. I mean, you know, primarily, I don't want to just stop out west, but I'd like to have a western, somebody that knows a lot about everything, out there out west. Yeah. We are looking for somebody in the Midwest, but out west compared to Ohio, to be a third correspondent. Okay, or that's third the upper Midwest. Oh, yeah. Midwest. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter? It can be lower Midwest. Well, anyways, beautiful blooms on her. Jen is coming, has come back from a place, uh, the, the, well, a little bit of a wonderland. And I've got a little bit of history here. It was a, the, the Rose Parade, wasn't it, Ro- wasn't it, John? Yes. All right. It's the Pasadena Rose Parade. Yep. And I got a little bit of history out there. It started in 1890. And it was a New Year's celebration for the brand new year. It's been 130 plus years that they've been doing this. Now, mind you, it was a snob situation out there. Well, it's the Valley Hunt Club in 1890. And it was led by Charles Frederick Holder, who, you know, they wanted to decorate. And they wanted, you know, he said that, you know, New York was the hub of everything back then, and it still is, New York City. But he said that there's not a bunch of snow. It's cold. It's icy. We're going to bring recognition to the Garden of Eden. We're going to bring recognition. What did he call it? Um, he hold a festival to tell the world about paradise. He considered Pasadena to be paradise. And so he decorated his carriage, rode around like a, you know, I am the it person, Orange blossoms were blooming in the orange groves. Uh, roses were a big hit out there, so they put them on there, you know, to make it frilly and fancy. Well, the next-door neighbor had to one-up them. And then the next-door neighbor's neighbor had to one-up them. But before too long, it became an annual event. Now, Jen, you spent a year there for a week, right? I was there a week, yep. And could you please explain how this exploded to where it is right now? Yeah, so um, we were talking about going out to California um, for a vacation, um, I really, I really wanted to go visit the family that I lived with in San Diego when I worked out there right after college. And when we looked at flights, it was going to be a grand a person. And it's like, how do you pay a grand for your four-year-old to fly to California? <laughs> you know, not, not really necessary. So my husband said, 
you know what, why the shops already, we'd already decided the shop was going to be closed. I needed a break. We have been going gangbusters since before COVID. I have not had days off. He said, why don't you take a break from your staff, take a break from us, take a break from the kids. Like you go out of town. He said, you've always wanted to do the Rose bowl prayed. He said, why don't you go look into it? Go figure it out. And I was like, what? He said, yeah, we'll figure it out. Like you, you go. So I know, isn't he wonderful? So then, um, I looked into it and I just, I reached out to some florists that I knew had been there before and they said, Oh, we're not going to be going this year, but you should talk to this guy. And so they told me this guy, Russ, and I reached out to him and he said, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in charge of a float and I'd love to have you part of my team. Here's what you do. He gave me all the information, answered any questions I had, and I said, okay, how do I sign up? He said, you just say, Russ, I'm coming. And so I said, all right, Russ, I'm coming. So wow. yeah, it was crazy. It just seemed meant to be. And then I called the lady that I did my student teaching with, um, who was a floral design teacher in Cleveland. And she, uh, she had always wanted to go as well. Oh, so she went with you. She went with me. Oh, yep. My. So she's 71 and she'd all, it always been on her bucket list as well. And so it was fun to take somebody with me. And, um, and then when we found out Ohio state was going, that's where I graduated from Ohio state was in the Rose bowl football game. So no it was like, yeah. this is like all meant to be, this was the yeah. perfect, t- yeah, the perfect yeah. year to go. This is wow. Yeah. My question is, this is all on your dime. Mine was yes. Okay. So there are paid people who, who are there that you get paid. I don't think it's much, but you're paid to, to work those hours or whatever. Yeah. But, um, this, like I, this year I really went just as a volunteer. So it was something for me. Yeah. I paid for my plane ticket. It was nice to have someone to split our, our Airbnb with and, yes. you know, so, um, but you know, it really was just a really cool trip for us. Well, and it's a, it's a dream trip that you don't was. mind, you know, paying the costs and being just to be it, it was incredible. There. Yeah. And then when we, you know, we worked all week, but then to, we were able to go to the parade as well. And so just to like see, well, that was another thing that all came so came out. So we worked all week. And then one of the ladies on maybe Thursday, she's like, oh, are, what, where are you guys sitting for the parade? And we were like, oh, we, we didn't realize we needed tickets. Like we, we didn't buy tickets. We don't know oh. what to do. You need to bring your own chair. We're like, yeah, we don't, we don't have any of that stuff. And she goes, oh, well, I actually have two, I have three extra tickets because somebody couldn't come. And she goes, but, and I already have chairs. So I'll t- I'll show you exactly where to go, where to buy the parking pass. And we, we Joanne and I looked at each other. We're like, okay. So I mean, it, sure. and so it was like, again, just meant to be like, this was the year that we were meant to go. So it was really cool. You were the kid in the candy shop. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you own a, in, in Sylvania, Ohio, a wonderful business that deals with, well, you're a florist. I mean, on top of doing a number of other things, this has always been a passion of yours. Yeah. And you've basically, well, you went out west to live your passion also. Yeah. What was it that you did on the float? And first of all, let me tell, tell everybody what, what float Which it was. Float? Yeah, yeah, so we were the blue almond diamond float, or blue diamond almond float. It was the one with the big truck on it for the for people who watched. Um, it was it was not one of the super fancy with things blowing up and crazy things, but it was a very pretty float. Um, what's crazy is the company we were working for, it's it's just a big garage that's right across from the from the Rose Bowl Stadium. So you pull up and you park and you go to walk in and the whole it's it's a big long garage with a bunch of garage doors that ev- there's two floats deep. So you walk in and there's just floats everywhere and just people everywhere. 
Um, cause we got there midday the day after Christmas because my flight got delayed, her flight got delayed. So we were supposed to be there at eight 30 in the morning the day after Christmas, but we didn't get there till about one by the time flights came in. So we walked in and everybody was already working. It seemed, so what happens is the floats are taken down to their chassis every year, which we hadn't realized. So the chassis are reused. And when you look at the floats, like if you look at a picture of it, there's like a really thin, Thing right in the front and that's the window mm-hmm. of like where the driver is Driver's seeing out the out the front and then there's even there's tow trucks like every couple blocks big giant huge tow trucks because if any of them break down in the middle of the parade like the tow truck has to zip out and and then it finishes the parade with a tow truck and so at the end of the parade all the tow trucks basically are in a parade honking because they can't get out anywhere because all of all the people. So they had lights going. And so I took a video for my kids because they thought the tow trucks were the coolest thing of the parade. So, um, yeah, they thought that was fun. So, but we walk in and there's just 13 big giant floats everywhere. And, you know, you walk in and you, the biggest thing that I feel like I took away and I want everyone to know is anybody can go do what I did. Like, I don't feel like they advertise that very well. You, there's a volunteer tent and you just walk up and you, you could go for an hour. Like if you are in Pasadena or LA for Christmas, show up and you can work for an hour. I mean, they would love you for you to, the shifts are supposed to be eight 30 to two and four to nine 30 are the shifts. We worked all day. We, we were like part, we were the one of five people who did it all day, every day. You went from eight 30 to nine o'clock at night. We only did till about five 30 every day. We, we did eight 30 to five 30. So we didn't do, we didn't do that second shift from four to, we just, we came and just worked a whole chunk. They don't, it's not like they kick you out, but I mean, some people worked all night the night before judging. Mind you, Scott, I'm going to jump on this. all those floats, they call it the Rose Bowl mm-hmm. for a reason. Every one of those floats ha- is built or designed on flowers or some part of a plant. Yes. Everything has to be organic, like whether it was part of a plant at one, it has to be part of a plant at one time. So did, now my, here's where my question goes. You were at the Blue Diamond Almond. Yeah. Did you do, use any almonds? We used almond, um, almond shells. So they were like, so a lot of things, like if it wasn't the right texture, cause everything's applied with like white glue or different kinds of glue. Like the Elmer stuff? Yeah. So if you, if it was, if it's too big to like attach with that, they put it in a blender and they, yeah. So even some of the flowers like purple status is a flower we use all the time. They would chop it off. So it was just the flower part. And then they put it in a blender to make it smaller. And then it would attach to the glue better. So were you applying it almost like glitter? Exactly. So you would, so one of the first things we did was they said, okay, this is where the seeds are. There's a giant, um, there's just big garbage cans filled with and labeled with everything, but you can't go back there. There's like the people from the company that are divvying it out. So the first thing I needed was onion seed. So they give you a box that uh, like a thin box filled with onion seed. And then you go over to the glue department and, and so there's like a master book that tells you black onion seed apply with white glue to the tires. So they told me to go grab this, this, and this, and what size brush I needed. So you go over the blue, the glue section. And I said, I need white glue and I need a one inch brush. And they're like, okay. So they give you all your stuff and then you go over and then they show, they would show me how to apply that. So the whole first day we just sat there gluing onion seed on tires. And it was like, this is what we signed up for. Oh my gosh. Now, were you disappointed? I'm at, I Initially, mean, I feel like we were just like, 
this, like if we're doing this all day for the next, you know, however many days, like this is going to get a little old, but then really soon we figured out, okay, like this is the end game. This is what we have to do. Like we don't, cause we were being so specific, like to make sure we didn't get glue anywhere else. And, but then we realized the whole tire was going to get glued with this onion seed, but we were just doing the treads. So we were being so careful. And, but if they would have just told us the whole, we wouldn't have had to be so specific and we could have just kind of slapped it on there and gotten it done. But, um, so yeah, it was really interesting. Just so once we kind of got the hang of it and understood what was happening, right. we got a lot faster at well, things. Well, when you're when you're going to be judged, right? You, and you first walk up to this project, you you want to be like so detailed and when there's and then camera re- side and there's not camera side. So when you got moved to camera side, it made you very excited. Define, uh, define, okay. define, yeah, define. Yeah. What is camera side? So the the way that the truck faced the the passenger side of the truck was camera side so that like apparently the cameras are just on one side of the street yes so like so everyone got trained on not camera side that and that that's that's the side that didn't have to be perfect so oopses yeah and then once you learned they would be like oh you're really good at detail you get to move to camera side so yeah it was pretty funny did you well you've seen it but scott do you realize how big onion seed is no. It's little. It's tiny. Yeah. So you like you would have these little sponges and you would scoop up the seeds and you would basically like slap it onto the glue. And so the whole time you're just like like scooping, slapping, scooping, slapping. So you'd like apply a section of glue and then scoop and slap. And then you'd have to like re re put on more. And so it was it's very just like tedious over and over and over again. And then we moved to Something that was red that was even tinier. But it, the tinier was almost easier because you could really just slap it on there where the onion seeds would fall off because they were a little heavier. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it was. So we did that. And then then there was other things like um, silver, um, silver leaf was a leaf that I did the grill with on the, gr- on the, the grill of the truck. And like on the mirrors, and so that's the only th- option for silver. You know, when you said silver leaf, is this like artemisia or it was silver melon? Part of a, it was a part of a protea. It okay. wasn't something I typically use as a cut flower, but it was like all the leaves at the base of a protea. Okay. And they would cut them off, and there was a specific way to glue them. And it was funny because there's different ways. Like you had to glue the leaf, and then you also had to glue what you were applying because they stayed bet they stay on better when the two glues hit together and we were using like a floral glue okay almost like a rubber cement how like you could do two things and that yeah and then it would go together but then what was funny they would be like you can't it all has to go this direction and you can tell if they're upside down because the shine is different and Mm. on camera like any glue like shines and that looks bad and you know just things you wouldn't think of the organization for these people that have been working at least a year on this oh yeah particular design has to be crazy because you probably only have so much of X amount of leaf, so you mm-hmm. can't be wasteful. And then just to say, to hand off your project and a piece of paper and say, Make it I don't know you at all, but here, you're going to go build my, you know, million dollar Yeah, float. I trust you on this. And yeah. Well, and they're built, like the, the chassis, like I said, they tear it down to the chassis and then they build like the the heart, like the, the truck and all that kind of stuff was already built. Mm-hmm. But then it's built in their, in their facility, whatever, that's like 20 miles away. So then leading up to the parade, like the whole, like since Thanksgiving, every weekend has been open for people to be able to go and help start applying seats. 
and start applying some of the things that like would stay. So when we got there, most of the truck part was already done like up high. Okay. And so, because really there's certain things that would take way longer than a, than a month to, or the, the week that we had to finish things up. So they already had some stuff ahead of, done ahead of time, which was crazy to me. And then they shut, they have like police escort going 10 miles an hour down the street from the 20 mile. Like, and it takes like hours for them to get from their facility to where we were. As a kid, there were two parades that we always looked forward to. And that was the Mancy's Mancy's Macy's. Christmas parade or, mm-hmm. yeah, well, it mm-hmm. was a Christmas parade, and the Rose Bowl parade, yeah. those two. Now, the Christmas parade was obviously Thanksgiving. Uh, this is the beginning of the season, that sort of thing. Um, but then this was designed so that it's a celebration of a brand new year. When it came down to, now, I also saw on your Facebook page, Beautiful Blooms by Jen, that you had, they had a bunch of big things laying down. I mean... Yeah, so the garage doors are only so, and like the ceilings in the facility are only so high. So like our tree was like bent in half. So when, and the float next to us was the one with the wheelchairs and like the runner. Yeah, yeah. So all of that was like laying down. And then on Friday, right before judging, you back out of the the garage and they put you in the order that you're, par- you're going to be in the parade route. And then before the judges come around, everything gets put up. And so all of a sudden it's like, oh, that's what it really looks like. But what was crazy is when they put our tree up, there was a hunk of our tree that wasn't painted then because, or it didn't have the marigold seeds on it. Because because when it got put up, like, or when it was down, you couldn't, it was like overlapping. And so you couldn't tell that it wasn't painted. So once it was up, it was like, oh my God, what are we going to do? And then, (laughs) so like, I was the littlest one to be able to like climb up there and like tiptoe between the daisies basically to get all the way up there. So we were waiting because it was almost time for the judges to start. We were one of the last ones to get pulled out. We were waiting to see where the judges went and they had this whole huge thing where they ring bells and they, so they went to the right. So the guy who was in charge of our float was like, go and so somebody ran in and they got more marigold seeds got more glue and I jumped up there and tried not to step on flowers and I had to slather it on and slap it all up there really fast and then hop back down but the judging had already started so it was like go 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 but it's crazy we didn't realize that or I didn't realize that for the judging people come and watch the judging so it was just the AES, AES is the company that I was working for. And so just our 13 floats were in our location. The other ones, they, they are like 20 miles away. They have to drive finished those 20 miles to come Uh up to the parade, which I thought was interesting. But the, um, everybody that's going to be on the floats, like waving and waving or hanging out or whatever, they have to be there for the judging. So they have to sit on the float waving, like pretending like it's an actual parade. So do you have any latitude as far as in the design that you can put a personal touch on at all? Um, so towards the end, so everything is on the foam. It's painted the color of what they want that flower or what that, that thing should be. So there was a big green section on the front and the back of the float that they, um, they wanted to look like a meadow. So in that recipe, it had the spring rye that we, that there was spring rye that was going to be the, the greenery that like covered the base and then I had pittosporum and bear grass and some cool leaves and um, flax leaves and like a tropical leaf. 
and I was supposed to make it look like a meadow. So they're like, Ooh, you're a florist, right? Oh, they're really? like, we're going to pick all these. Cause you have to have everything on like a, like a pointy pick because it just gets stabbed right into the foam. What do you have a big styrofoam? It's a styrofoam. It's like a, it's like a styrofoam foam. That's like spray. Like that spray foam is basically what the float is made out of. Yeah. And so then like all the roses are just in water, broader picks. So you're just stabbing it into the, to the foam. So I got, but I got to go up and like create this meadow out of the greenery. So they're like, you have this many of this leaf, this many of this leaf, go make it happen. So that was kind of, I oh, felt like, cool. I felt yeah. like that was the thing that I got to do that kind of, that there wasn't a picture. It. Like I just got to do whatever I wanted. So that was really cool. Joanne and I did that together. And then also the wheelbarrow, the florist, there are like paid florists, I guess, or people that specifically volunteer to be a florist. And I didn't, I didn't, I just showed up like not knowing what I was doing this time. So the florists make big giant arrangements out in this big tent. And then on like the third or fourth day, they show up with these big giant arrangements and they drop them in the hole on the float. So like my wheelbarrow that we designed in the middle just had like a big empty hole that was the right size for this arrangement to get dropped into. And so they just came and dropped things in, but then I got to do like the roses around the base of it. And really by the end, I mean, everybody was putting roses in and it's funny because looking back and looking at other people's floats some floats the one like, and there's lots of awards and things that people that floats can win but each each rose was like two fingers apart they were like all perfect really? where for us it was like get the roses in finish up like i mean and everybody was stabbing roses by the end like the entire it was like as floats would pull out of the garage people would move to the next float. Like, what do you need me to do? Oh, what do you okay. need me to do? So, I mean, the the AES staff, I mean, the, I was talking to some of the people next to me and he, the one guy's like, yeah, I'm a welder. And the other guy's like, yeah, I do the I do the sound systems for, and like, and you're stabbing roses in right now? And he's like, it's all hands on deck. You know, everybody was just trying to finish, but all those people have to be on hand in case anything breaks as things are start to move or, you know, whatever. Did you hang around? Did you get to see your float at the end of the 5.5 miles? And I didn't. You didn't? Yeah. I just wanted to make sure that everything. That's like, how long it was? It's a 5.5 5. 5 miles? Yeah, yes. it's a long time. I wanted to make sure that everything, everything stuck, there. you know. Yeah, we did a good job, you know. I didn't have any idea. When you made mention that you wanted to make it look like, or they wanted you to make it look like a meadow, yeah. I'm sure you successfully did it. But I did see pictures on Beautiful Blooms by Jen's Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. And when I saw this, it's spring rye, but spring rye, just to throw out the uh, the name generically, because we kind of take pride in calling it weed a weed and, <laughs> and, and a plant a plant. Um, basically, uh, it, it's called asparagus fern. Right. I mean, when... when you can grow it in your garden. You can grow it. Grow, it's harder than yeah. sin. And, I mean, you're throwing that down to make it. How successful did you th- feel, being the artisan that you are, to making it look like... The, the field that they wanted it to look like. Yeah, I think, I mean, it was on almost every float as we walked around. I mean, I think that's Spurgis like, firmness? yeah, I feel like that's like the main, the main greenery that they use to cover stuff up that then you'd put the roses over top of it. So it would just kind of cover up anything that was showing underneath. Okay. But it was, okay. I think because it was so durable, I mean, I think about how many times I probably stepped on it when I was climbing up and up and down off the floats and working on things. And it looked beautiful for days out of water. And it was, I, yeah, I know I wasn't expecting it either. And it's definitely one of those things that, um, it's definitely one of those things that has little thorns in it. Yeah. So as I was kneeling on it and things like that, it was like, wait, this is too much. So yeah. 
that would not have been my first choice, but. Well, now you didn't have any decision really. I mean, you were the one that was basically, you were the gopher. You were the person that was putting it on. You were the intern. And they even bring you all of your roses, like pre-picked, ready to go. Like there were, there's a ton of people that come from Cal Poly, the students from Cal Poly. And they, um, they have these like water troughs that have this like system it reminded me of like a cow like feeding system or like with water, like watering system. And it had all these little tubes and they want, they, they filled all the water tubes and they had these trays that were probably two feet by two feet that just had, they probably had the, knew the exact amount of water tubes that were in that in that could fit on those trays. And then someone else would then add all the roses to it. And then they would just wheel you over a cart that would say 7,500 hot pink roses. Like there yeah, they were. No. It was wow. crazy. All right, Blue Diamond. Did they? Well, obviously they sponsored this, mm-hmm. but did they provide the material, or was the material? I don't think so. I mean the the company just had these giant garbage cans filled with all the material. So I I feel like they since they've been doing it for so long, you know, you're using this many feet yards, whatever, of each material, and they are able to have all that. They, like they know. Did I know. Do you have anything left over? There was definitely stuff in the in the garbage cans left over. Flower wise, like at the end, they're like, "Oh my god, we just found another hundred pink carnations! Like, find a spot for them." And it was like, "Go!" And then I was up on, you know, it was like we're trying to back the the truck out. And I'm like up on scaffolding, like trying to yeah, pop give more you guys an in. idea. Jen, I think she had fun. Jen, is, <laughs> she's only like five foot five, and probably a hundred and plus plus pounds and she's jumping all over these trucks all over the place and i could do you have any you know for your own sentimental value did you record any of this for yourself yeah we I, i've been yeah definitely we've had a lot of videos and things on our facebook page instagram i've been having fun sharing it with all of our customers um i've been making posts the last couple of days even just to behind the scenes that people have really been enjoying so and are you happy with the way that this came out? I thought it was awesome. I feel like we definitely could have used some more volunteers. I feel like there were definitely some things that got rushed at the end. It was a weird year with COVID and then also mm-hmm. with um, flights getting delayed. Like a lot of people were planning on coming one day and then didn't get in until two days later. Or so, canceling thousands ex- of flights too. Ex- that, yes, that's- yes. So I woke wow. up Christmas morning to a text that said, your flight has been rescheduled. And it was for the next day t- into San Francisco. I'm like, that's five and a half hours yeah. from L.A. That's like, yeah, I was going to say, that's almost like going to Atlanta yeah, from Toledo. Yeah, so luckily my alarm had went off, like my normal workout alarm had went off on Christmas morning because I'd forgotten to turn it off. And so I was up at 545 and was able to immediately hop on Delta and get another flight that was only two hours after my, pre- my pre-scheduled one. But um, Joanne then couldn't get out until the next day because her flight was rescheduled too. So it was just, I'm sure it was a nightmare for everybody, but at least we were able to go and get there and we still had a car when we showed up, but it was You're going to have a volunteer group of people that are going to want to do it next year? You know, year? a lot. Like, I would love, I've been th- trying to brainstorm. So Joanne used to teach um, horticulture in um, Cleveland. And so she, there's a new teacher for her program. And so she's talking about maybe connecting with them and having some of the students come, which would be so cool. Um, for us, I feel like there's a lot of like past florists or people who just love gardening or love flowers. So I've, I've been trying to figure out a good way to just bring a group from Toledo. I mean, from what you've done and when we get this out, um, 
I want the PR to go ahead and show what, what can be done. Just because you're in, you know, the Midwest here doesn't mean that you can't go out there and do. Well, it's funny because everyone kept saying, wait, you're from Ohio. Like, why are you here? And I'm like, look around us. Like, why would yeah. I not want to be here? This is so cool. So, no, I mean, I mean, definitely if someone wants to reach out, I can tell them who to contact, how to how to go do it. Okay, um, I, would, I, I think my next step is maybe to talk to a travel agent to figure out, like, how could we figure out a trip of like, we're going to go out there. Here's how we're going to get to and from there every day. We're at a hotel that's near downtown where there's lots of restaurants, like with a ticket to the Rose Bowl parade, you know, just kind of like the whole the shebang. Whole package. Well, yeah. because it's really hard. I'd really have to go back and look and see how much did I really spend to go because we split a lot. And, you know, but if that way I could really say it's going to cost X amount of money. Do you want to come with us? But you that know? might be a burden on you that might not be necessary. But I'm thinking also, it would be. I mean, if you got a group package together, yeah. everybody could go out and, you know, have a good time. But when you come back, how did your float rate? So our float was not was not one of the best floats. <laughs> um, we did not win any I'm sorry awards. I asked. No, I it's fine. So it's funny because um, about Wednesday, someone someone said to Joanne, "Well, it's not like we're going to win anything anyway." And she was like, "Well, then what are we doing, doing. here?" Yeah, like I mean, seriously? Yeah, she was so mad. So then the next day, someone said that again, and I was like, "What do you guys mean?" And they said, "Well, there's definitely levels of how much." how much the the client paid to have their float. So there's definitely uh, some really cool floats that spend big bucks that move so, and yeah. blow up and have, you know, have crazy, you know, flames like flame. Yeah. And just all kinds of cool things. And, um, even confetti and, um, and then even like there's an entertainment aspect to it where ours was, was, it was, just a, it was a basic it was a float. sponsor. It float. was beautiful, but there weren't any bells and whistles on it. And then also, we only had like five people working all week. Like the the company would send volunteers to you as people would show up, but like it would be like a family of four, and so they would come over and they'd work for an hour or two. Like we had like five people working all week, where other floats had like thirty at a time. So there were a lot of things that it was like, well, if we had more time, we could be a little more specific, but like just get the roses in at this point. You know, it's like the client just needs to have a finished product. And even the almond people were helping us finish it at the end. It was really cool. The day that they were there for judging and even the night before they were, they just wanted to be a part of it. So they were all helping and doing it. But I mean, we were very, I thought short staffed, but I don't know what it's supposed to be like either. So I got like Four questions. Bang, 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 bang. Go. Ready to go. All right. One, it was rewarding, but day after Christmas, it has to be tough to leave your young family. I left the day of Christmas. Yeah. Oh, you left Christmas I did. Day. Yeah. We, and then we reported there the day after. So <sighs> things I've learned is you don't, they'll take you for whatever days you want to go. So if you don't want to leave Christmas day, cause that's what I told Joanne. I'm like, if I were to come back, I don't think I would leave Christmas day. I would probably maybe fly out the day after and maybe work that afternoon shift or even just start the next day. Because even if you can give them all day for the rest of the week, they're still going to take you and still be happy. So what, or, or if you just live in LA or if you're on a trip visiting someone else in LA, just swing by for an hour or two. It's just still something really cool to see. But, but that's do it, definitely but do something. it longer because yeah. for you to stop what you're doing yeah. and to show a family <laughs> of four what to do and they're only there for an hour and then the last day people would get up and be like oh yeah show me and then the somebody would be down low taking all these pictures uh -huh. and then you'd be like okay you're ready to work and they're like oh no i just wanted the picture and we were like oh, oh man thanks for, yeah. <laughs> yeah no so i'm with you 100 percent. so what flowers or plants did you use that you were like whoa this is cool i didn't think of it as in this way 
that turned out really cool. Once it was outside, and I mean, it was marigold exposed seeds are tiny to the sunlight. Too. Yeah, the marigold seeds were on the tree. That was like the tree bark, so it was kind of cool because it had the different colors in yeah. it. Yeah. So that was really neat. Um, I feel like just like layering all the different elements. Like um, we used dill and um, dill seed, and there was something else. Oh, the almond bark was what we did the wheelbarrow with, and it made it. We had to do. We did all the dill seed, and then we did all the rest in the almond bark, and it looked like wood. Then was it almond the, bark or was it the shuck from the seed? I'm sorry, it was almond almond shell, okay. crushed almond shell, is what it was. Thank you. Um, so that was really cool. Um, and then even like the butterfly wings, we had pumpkin seeds that kind of like added kind of the the texture to it. And then we used, um, it was like coconut macaroon powder or something that was like the the white. And so it was like a powder that went on really nice to make it white. So, but it like, you know, doing the different different seeds just added that dimension to give, give the details. So they call it the Rose Bowl Parade. Mm-hmm. Why didn't, I mean, how many roses did you actually use? We had, just in hot pink, we had 7,500. Where did they get them all? I don't know. They all just appeared one day from the from the wholesalers there. And then, but like, like I said, I didn't get to touch, like we didn't get to touch them until they were like, they showed up on a cart and then we were adding them to things. So I, I'm not sure. I, I would assume all over the world because it was so many roses just in our building, let alone... Well, how many floats were there again? There were 13 in our building, but then there was also Fiesta and Phoenix. And so those are other companies that also had at least that many. And then plus a lot of the cities made their own float. So those are like totally separate too. But I mean, we had, and then we had probably at least a third of that in white roses. And then we also had a ton of orange roses all over our float. So you used red, white, and orange? We used hot pink, white, and orange. Yeah, were our main three colors. All right, you're talking to a guy here. I, got, I had a lady correct me on hot pink and salmon. So, I mean, <laughs> is, is this is this going to be closer to red or? It was closer to red, yes. Okay. <laughs> I, don't do that. I mean, yeah, yeah, just, I know what you're talking yeah. about. I mean, I, it's tough for me. I'd like to, I want to see a picture of this thing. I'm gonna, okay, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'll show you, definitely. Cool. I want, I, and I, it, it's on your Facebook page. There, and, Yes, there's lots of Instagram. pictures on our Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, yeah. and there's even, um, like, my lives are on there that they can go back and watch if they want to. The one day I did a live while up in the truck and kind of, like, zoomed all the way around. You had said you saw I that saw one. that, yeah. and you did an excellent job on being, oh, my God, this gal, you should have gotten a communication or broadcasting or advertising. Thanks. Because she's holding this phone, and, you know, she's like a... The MC for one of the football games, except, you know, you're not, you don't have the muffy little things on your ears and going, it's cold out, but what do you think about that run? No, you actually were out there hands on doing everything and anything. Well, I think it was just so amazing to me. Like, I was just like, if this is so cool for me, like as a florist, like what other people probably are wondering what the heck I'm doing here too. And then up in the truck was the only place I felt like I could take my mask off because it every, you had to have your mask on and you had to be vaccinated to be able to go do it. And so it was definitely like, I didn't want to get in trouble taking my mask off down there, but I feel like when you're on a video, it's just easier. How did you, I mean, so how do you move up to get on the extra cool floats i don't know so it sounds like yeah i don't snob scott well no no i I mean i want to play with fire and and i loved the i mean the almond people were so i mean the one night they bought us pizza like i thought it was really cool to interact with your client because a lot of the people you know you didn't even no one was there from the company so that was really neat um 
I'm not sure there. One of the girls I connected with there, she is actually fourth generation float maker. Like her great, great grandpa was one of the original float companies. And so it's, so there's, there's three main companies right now. And her grandpa's, um, was the one that's called Phoenix. And so it's changed names a couple times, but, um, so she was there and we connected with her. So I feel like she'd be the one to be like, yeah. Who so do you we were able to contact network? with? Oh yeah, I mean, well, I network everywhere. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, your but, personality, yeah. and you know how to do it without making it appear like, yes, I'm here for myself. Yeah, no. but she was what? wonderful. And then there were a couple other people. Like, there's like leads. Like, there's like the person in charge of your float, and then there's like their assistants, and they're all paid. And so a couple of the assistants we really got to know well as well. And so I think that if one of they were talking about maybe one of them will become the lead next year, so we might want to be on their team. I'm totally impressed. No, this is cool. This is cool. It was hear. a really cool experience, but anybody can go do it. And it she's probably so told the story 13 that. times now, and look how energetic she, she still, still is. is. I mean, but I doubt not anybody can do this. Well, not anybody owns a very successful floral shop in the middle of Slovenia, Ohio. I mean, not everybody can go out there and volunteer and throw herself in. I always want to do this. Let's go. There's definitely jobs that... Like definitely people there that if you like couldn't climb around the float and be crazy monkey like I was like there were jobs you could sit down and just help glue the leaves or I mean, so there's there were jobs for any level, any level. but there were definitely like they like there needed to be more people like me that were able to, to jump up there and Joanne did, too. But, you know, they're, like you're. Your, your every inch had to be done. So like under the tires, under, th- you know, so you were like in the weirdest positions, like hanging off, trying to, to get to things. So there can't be anything exposed. Every, without- every inch was supposed to be covered. I, I think probably not the underbody of the whole thing, but like the bottom of the tires, the bottom of the truck, like anything that could be seen by someone looking. You keep saying the truck. And again, on this Facebook oh, sorry, thing, the almond have, truck. no, no, on yeah. the almond truck, but it looked like it was a Hallmark float. Okay. I mean, you got that old truck that's on there. Yeah. I mean, you've got all, it is really, really, really cool. Let me ask you, because Scott is showing interest in this. I'm definitely interested in this. I mean, how long do you have to have advance notice to set something like this up for next season? Uh, we decided maybe in August, September. Wow. But I, I mean, literally, if you're just there, you can just show up show at the up volunteer at the tent. Volunteer yeah. Tent. I mean, it's like we map quested to the Rose Bowl Stadium and it's right across from the Rose Bowl Stadium. There's just these tents and it said volunteer and you just showed up. So anybody can go. So there were a couple, I had like a former student who reached out who lives in San Diego and she's like, what? Like, how are you doing that? I'm like, just come. And so she wasn't able to, but one of her, one of, she has a a company I was going to mention to you because I didn't know how West you wanted to go, but she's out in San Diego and she, um, she has a company out there. Um, she one of her employees lived in Pasadena. So she came in and volunteered one night. So she's just like, you know, like she, so anybody, like you just showed up and there's also tours you can take, which would have been really cool. I wish we would have been able to do a tour and just kind of learn the history and learn all about it. But I was born in Southern California, won't name any cities or anything, but there was, you know, up until coming up and I'm an old dude, we would smell the orange groves. Were the orange groves in blossom at that time when you were down there or no? I don't know that we saw any, we were mostly on freeways. Um, Southern California talk for an expressway. All right. Yeah. Um, she went and she lived in that warehouse and worked 24 I did. Yeah. Well, and then we, <laughs> you're so tired on your way home 
um, that, I mean, we, we, we got an Airbnb because Joanne really thought we would like go home and make dinner and, you know, whatever. But by the time we got done every day, no, we never cooked once. Like we ate granola bars for breakfast. There were food trucks for lunch right there. So you never had to leave. Like it was like, just keep working. Did they provide the food? No. So you had to buy your own food. That was also something that was kind of interesting. Like, like, so Joanne is a, she runs the, the fair in one of the fairs out in Cleveland. So she's like, like she knows how to like run an event. And so she was very surprised that like there wasn't any like there in really, I guess in the garage, there wasn't room for it, but there was nowhere to sit down. There was no, like even the bathrooms were like three stalls and two little sinks that like, it was almost like they had porta potties. Like, you know, I mean, it was better than that, but you know, she was just surprised at the facilities that like you have all these volunteers, all these people are working their butts off and like, you're not even given, I mean, it, yeah. well, that might be the difference between Midwest versus out West. I True. Mean, in, well, uh, and it might be the difference between working for one company to another. Like, right, I don't know what right. it's like at the other ones, but because someone made a, co- a comment like the AIFD florists all work for this company, like thinking they're, really? yeah. Oh and, and I was like, oh, well, I like, okay, like I, I'm almost one of those. Like, so I should be working for that, you know, but uh, so I don't know. It was interesting. Did you leave information before leaving? I mean, as far as future contacts, I mean, is there going to be some way that you're going to be in constant contact with these folks? So no. So it was kind of crazy. Like you're, we didn't, but with it being our first time, I mean, we talked to some people while we were there we got some phone numbers of just like other people working, but it's like all of a sudden, like people worked all night and then we got there. We did not work all night. We worked till 11 o'clock. We went home, went to sleep. We came back at 730 the next morning and you worked until your float moved out at like one. And then we watched judging and then like everyone was gone. And we were like, wait, you're done. <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, wait, thanks I, for your help. I like, don't get a ribbon. I don't know. It was just weird. Of- like you guys did such a great job. We'd love to have you back next year. I mean, like the people who were working with us that were like sitting right there were like, here's our phone number, reach out to us. But like. I don't know, like nobody from the company like ever came around really other than like, you know, I was like working next to the welder and the, you know. Well, when but, you say yeah. the company, are you talking the so company? So there's that- a big company called, it was AES, it's called American Entertainment Services and they work, they do stuff at Disney and like all, they, they really? were the company we were working for. So like they were the ones that were hired to make these 13 floats. Floats, yeah. So, but and like there was a main guy that wandered around that like we said hello to at one point, but like there, but yeah. So you I said hello at one point. Yeah, well, I mean, like we saw him, but I don't. There's like, so I still don't know. I mean, I, I still don't know if like we really wanted to like sign up to be something. Like I still feel like there's some unanswered questions. So I feel like now that I'm back and now that like they're probably back in their normal like come down from the Rose Bowl high. I, you know, I'm planning on kind of calling and being like, so what is the proper way to do this in the future? Like if I would have been able to get hold of that guy who was like, yeah, come be on my team. I don't know that I would have paid all that money to go to California on the hopes that I was going to be able to volunteer. volunteer, Like for, you know, that I heard Jen on, on a podcast say, yeah, you can volunteer, you know, like, but he, he gave me all the information and said, here's what you do. And so now I know you could do that. But like to, like you said, to be on one of the cool floats or, you know, right. you yeah. said that I didn't. Yeah. yeah. Well, he but, said that, but I think, I mean, I think it was really beneficial for me, even though I was a florist and yeah, I probably could have been one of the paid floral people if I wanted to, I liked learning from the ground up. Like the floral guy walked in and was like, 
excuse me, got to get this put in. Like didn't care that we were in the middle of something. Didn't care that like the rest of it around wasn't done. Like they did all this stuff on the, like on above the, the top of the car, the, the truck. And like the grill wasn't even done. So then when I got up to do the grill, I had to like move all the, all the stuff out of the way. And it was like such a pain. And so I feel like if I ever, if I decide to go as a florist, I feel like I would just understand the whole process a little more to be like, Hey, I'm about to come over and do X, Y, Z. Can you guys finish up this and this for me? So before I bring the flowers over, <laughs> like, it sounds like it's more based on the logistics of the flowers coming in and those volunteers putting them in, like you said, the roses were in right. the water yep. vases of that. And then you stabbed them in. It sounds like that is the, the important part yeah. as far as they're concerned. And everybody's got their Full job of what they need to do. Yeah. And the people that were doing the flowers, they were doing three floats. So it was like, this is the time I have to do you like get out mm. of my way. <laughs> like I need to do this. Right, and right. so then we got to get to the next float. And so I just, I feel like, but I also don't know if they've ever done what we were doing to then, you know, right. so I feel like if I were to do that, I would just have a different, I would know some extra questions to maybe ask or be like, Hey, in about an hour, I'm going to be coming over here, you know, to do this. If you want to make sure those sections are done before I come over, Rather you know, than pushing everybody. Yeah. Out of the way. Yeah. yeah. How rude. It was interesting. But I think, but again, they were just trying to do their job. You know, they like that was their job and that was the timetable and they were trying to get there because if everyone d doesn't stick to the timetable, it doesn't get done. Right. So we're getting close to time here. And is there anything, Jen, that we are missing that you were like, this was awesome. This was I mean, I mean, I just think the biggest takeaway is like, if you want to go, like you can anyone go. can go like any level, like it doesn't have to just be a florist, like anybody can do the, the basic gluing things that I was doing. And uh, you'd be surprised. Not anybody can do that. I really, but they'll I, show you, I mean, they'll show you, but I mean, it was just such a cool thing to be part of How like, were your hands at the end of the week. Oh my gosh. It's so glued. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, well really like your clothes are ruined. So I took this whole suitcase full of things and I ended up just alternating jeans and wearing the same two sweatshirts because you wear so many layers because it's so cold in there. Um, like half the time they'd have the, the, um, well, garage doors keep it open. Close, like right. your freezer here at your shop. Exactly. But like your toes are freezing, your hands are freezing. So you wear so many layers. So I just kept rotating what was underneath my layers and wearing the same outer layers that kept getting glued. Growing <laughs> up as a little schmutz and to where you are right now, were you the bold and brazen one that would be climbing up on top of the shelves when mom couldn't find you to the. Yes. So yes. You, I mean, as an adult with children of your own, yeah. you're still doing that. Yes. Don't but do I, this it's at something home, my folks. kids, I feel like as my kids get older, it would be a really cool thing to take them to go do. Oh, I absolutely. mean, our company was letting anyone over 12 help. And so, but even the little five-year-old that was one of the almond um, kids, he was helping. Um, yeah, he's, on, almond kids. Yeah. What do you mean almond Like the kid? family, the, the almond family that was there the helping. Sponsors. Yeah, the sponsors. It's like, like the Fruit of a Loom Yeah, people? like they showed up. Yes. They had they had a 19-year-old son, a 17-year-old son, and then this 5-year-old son. And so they all decided they wanted to help. And then it was like, what do we do this 5-year-old? So they had him up working on things too. Oh, it, was, it was it was really fun. 
So, but again, he was the client. So that's probably why he was right, allowed right. in. But allowed to do usually anything. it's like anybody over 12. Are, but, you, are you willing to discuss more and more of this with, if somebody wanted sure. to get a hold of you, how do they get a hold of you to discuss yeah, this? Yeah. I mean, they can always call the shop at, um, at, at Beautiful Blooms or um, my email is jen at beautifulbloomsbygen.com. So they could email me and we could, but I'd be happy to answer questions and help people figure out a way to go. And I mean, stay tuned. Like I would love to try to figure out a group that goes from Toledo. I think it'd be great to to yeah. have a plan. Now that's become a tradition. Yeah. I feel like I've got to get through Valentine's day and oh, yeah. then I feel like then I'll have my break before mother's day that I can maybe make some phone calls and see what I can do, but I'd love to get it figured out. So they would be able to get a hold of, even on Facebook, oh, even yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just- send me a message. Wow. That's yeah. Gonna- a couple people I, I, like while I was there even reached out like, Oh my God, my mom lives in LA. Like, you know, what can we do? How does she get to go? How does she get to go do it? So that'd like, be cool. Yeah. That really would be. Yep. Because yeah. I, I feel like there's probably people from Toledo that know people out there, you know. Yeah. So you could make it a vacation and just go volunteer for a couple days or do it the whole time like I did. <laughs> well, I bet the one day we left and went to Santa Monica for the evening. It was the, it was a good night. But it was it was it rained almost the whole time we were there. So you didn't really want to You didn't have the benefit out. of going out of the beach or anything We like did that? not. It was cold. It was like the same weather as the week before Christmas here. How it was just like kind of Balmy, 40s, yeah. like not, but not warm enough to go to the beach by any means. Well, when I saw the photos that you provided on Facebook, <laughs> um, it, 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 sh- it was mostly a sunny day. People were in sweaters and things. For the parade, yeah. For the parade, mm-hmm. yeah. It was a beautiful day. It's so funny. They said it has only rained one time ever for the parade. Really? Isn't that crazy? They do, said, do, no, do, in do. Pasadena, it doesn't rain on the, on New Year's Day. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> what do you guys know? Yeah. Well, I mean, from doing this, checking out on the history on this thing, this is the way that it developed, the way that it evolved, the way that it brought something that was pas- you're passionate about. I'm sure there's millions of other people that right. are just as passionate. Jan, I'd like to thank you. I mean, is there anything that we can not we can do? We can we constantly get a hold of you, or we're sure. coming? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I, this is I great. love this. The information, the hospitality that you've provided for us to do this. And when Scott saw and found out that you were out west doing this, he goes, "Rourke, I don't care what you're doing. We gotta talk to her about this." <laughs> I so love it. I want to say thank you. Thank you very very much. Yes, thank you very much. Anything is- you gotta say, Scott? Um, just. Thank you, number one. And B, don't forget, we're looking for a third co-host, somebody out west of the Midwest. And uh, if if any of our listeners have any suggestions on either a garden center, somebody that they know, or just somebody they know that's a great home gardener. I I mean, we We don't care as long as they like getting in the dirt. You get fire ants out there, though. Yeah, well... (laughs) And stickers. Don't go barefoot. So if you know somebody like that, just contact us, uh, hit the message or our phone number or whatever, and uh, let us know who might be interested. Bravo. Having said that, we're going to look forward to doing the third season. Yep. And that's going to be coming up when? Uh, let's, say let's say three, four weeks. Three, four weeks. All yeah. right. This is We're saying that we're going to be doing this probably in the end of February. Because everybody and their neighbor is going to get excited about taking some of those marigold seeds that Jen was putting on a float into the ground or into some soil and getting them kick-started. So having said that, everybody, thank you. Thank you, Jen. Thank you, Producer Scott, for pretending that you were ignorant of everything, but actually you knew more about it than most people I thought would ever know. Well, you know. Yeah. Do, do your homework. I'm done. I'm not going to compliment him anymore. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you in a couple of weeks, okay? So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to your Midwest Garden. If you like today's conversation, please share this podcast with friends and family. 
And don't forget to click on the subscribe button so you won't miss any future episodes. Plus, if you have any show topics you'd like us to discuss, head on over to our sponsor's Facebook page, which is Black Diamond Garden Center, and message them your topic idea. For all of us at your Midwest Garden Podcast, I'm Michael Rourke, the Garden Guy. Hope you enjoyed today's conversation.